Today's show is sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. I could talk about this forever. You already know the drill. If you need awesome laser edge glassware at wholesale prices and you are a bourbon group, you are a store, you're a distillery, you got to talk to the folks at distilleryproducts.com. Reach out to me. I would be happy to get you in touch with them. They have amazing prices and do amazing work at distilleryproducts.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Orca Coolers. Make this summer the coolest summer ever with Orca. They have something for everyone from American-made, lifetime-guaranteed hardside coolers to stainless steel whiskey barrel tumblers. They're ready to have your name on it. I got a hard cooler, a soft cooler. I got a few of these whiskey barrel tumblers. I'm getting ready to make my barbecues awesome. Use code DADS20 for 20% off of your order at Orca Coolers. That is code DADS20. Adds 20 and you're going to get 20% off. And that actually means something pretty substantial when you go to get a new cooler. So check them out. OrcaCoolers.com. Use code DADS20 for 20% off. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Action 24-7. You want action? Get in on the action with Action 24-7, Tennessee's only sports book by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. And y'all have no idea right now how pumped I am. I know I had big news. I wanted to get out to you last week, but now this week it's good to go. Use code DADS100 and they will match up to $400 of your first deposit. Same code, more money. Use code dads 100 they will match up to 400 bucks of your deposit check it out there's mlb stuff going on there is soccer stuff going on insurance on all of them preds home games check out all the specials when you go into the app at action247.com or get the app on your phone use code dads 100 and get in on the action zeke you got anything for me tonight you're consulting your notebook well i kind of do actually all right, hold on. Let me put my seatbelt on. So I'm watching the weather this morning, you know, part of my routine. They're talking about this storm coming on, you know, possible tornadoes, this and that, yada, yada, yada. And this guy's talking about people live on like Cedar Hill Lake or some shit. And he's like, you know, I feel real bad for anybody on the lake on the water. It's about to get really bad. You know, if you've got any friends or anything live out there, you, know, you should reach out to them immediately, try and get them, you know, secure them with you, put them, you know, wherever your safe spot is. They've got about five minutes. I'm like, five minutes? Where the hell are they going to go in five minutes? And you want them to leave wherever they are? Like, even if wherever they are on this boat or the water is not necessarily safe, it's better than being stranded in the middle of this storm. I was like, you just signed a death warrant with these people, you damn idiot. Well, they're not even going to get the boat started in five minutes. (laughs) Well, like, even if you're in the marina and you're going to, like, go somewhere. You got about five minutes. Get out of there right now. Okay. Whoosh. Oh, shit. I just picture like somebody with a dinghy, you know, the pull start and like, it's like the lawnmower pull start to start the boat. And they're sitting there like, you got five minutes. He was serious. He's like, you'd reach out to him right now. The storm's going to get really bad. They got about five minutes. They're going to have to hurry. I'm like, dude, give up. Just stop. Just tell him to take cover and get as low as they possibly can. Well, and where's your safe space on a boat? Like, that's what I want to know. I mean, I think you just refer to like houseboats and stuff more so. But. Yeah, but it's not anchored to the, I mean, there's an anchor that's just weight on the bottom of the lake, but it's not like your house that has a foundation, like there's something to anchor to. And Either way, you can tell somebody to go run around in the middle of the storm like a chicken with his head cut off. I mean, if a tornado gets a houseboat, that houseboat's gone. 
What if it gets you standing there holding on to nothing, son? I mean, I'd rather hold on to a houseboat than nothing, but I'm just saying like the houseboat is going up. If a tornado comes by, he's running up the dock with his flip flops in his ear tube. Oh God, it's a storm. (laughs) At six in the morning, I'm not wearing flip flops in an inner tube. You are in my mind. Inner tube over the shoulder and those little flip flops. shoes. (laughs) Wait. Wait, you picture me as the incredible blob from Billy Madison? No, it's just like a de facto John running from a boat. It's only going to be in those damn little like sandal slider things. And of course, there's going to be an air tube. You're leaving a boat. It, it, I don't know. It's the way the brain works. Is it the incredible blob or the revolting blob? I think that was revolting. But you've definitely exceeded a, a, an open by now. <laughs> I think we both have, buddy. Let's just drink. everyone my name is john edwards with me as always is zeke baker and together we make the dad drink your bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us part of your day hello zeke baker what's up buttercup what are you sniffing right into a microphone well i thought i had a few seconds because normally you're longer winded than short so i thought i could sneak sneak that in so i apologize but um i always say the same thing to start the show it's Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad Trick of Bourbon. Wherever you are, yeah. whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. Hello, Zeke. As we've discussed many times previously, um, there's a lot of things I just kind of tune out or zone out of, and by the time I hear, hey, oh, yep, Zeke turns it off, completely out. I mean, it's very quick there. If you want to hear me ramble, you got to wait a couple more minutes until I start talking about the whiskey. I was just going to say, dear God, please don't do the example again. We'll all jump. I'm not you going to. You got five to. minutes. <laughs> jump into the eye of the storm. <laughs> you got five minutes until John's done talking. Uh, no, this is uh, some Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, the newest release, batch B521. Wait, that came out of nowhere. Well, you asked me what I was sniffing. Oh. So it wasn't really nowhere. Now who's not paying attention? You randomly brought that in without a segue. You need a segue. Like, hey, John, you know, you asked me what I was sniffing. I'm actually sniffing what we're drinking tonight, which is the Elijah Craig B521. It's a great release. We're going to drink it. I'm not the long-winded one of of this group. You are. I I, I mean, I might talk and ramble, but that's just a lot of excess words. I mean, but if you just shout out releases, you might have Tretz, and like your Tretz is like, old tub, B521. Like You just shout random stuff out. I don't know what it means. I mean, it sounds like a hell of a game of bingo to me. I'd be like, can I get one of each, please? Everybody wins in that bingo game. So we are drinking, (laughs) you're right, we are drinking Elijah Craig b 5 21 it is the lowest elijah craig barrel proof to date by the way at 118.2 proof the previous was b519 at 122.2 everybody knows how much they loved b519 
the press release here says enclosed is the second edition of Elijah Craig barrel proof for 2021 B521 at 118.2 proof. Like each previous edition, this 12 year old bourbon is non-chill filtered and uncut to preserve all of the natural esters and taste components from the barrel to the bottle. The variance improved from batch to batch is an exercise for true whiskey aficionados. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof offers an experience to taste the lowest proof yet in the series. As a reminder, the first batch from this year, A121, was 123.6 proof. So thank you so much to Heaven Hill for sending this our way and Lauren in communications. We really appreciate it. And you should also know that this comes in about 65 bucks. The mash bill for Elijah Craig, as you remember, is 78% corn, 12% malted barley, and 10% rye. This is a 12-year-old bourbon. I'm done talking. Uh, first thing I wonder, and you know, obviously Heaven Hill doesn't disclose it, at least to my knowledge, they don't. And I'm not picking on the proof just because of the proof. I just wonder if, you know, similar to what we've seen with, you know, the stag releases from, you know, Buffalo Trace up the road a bit, you just kind of wonder if they're clearing out, you know, a rick progressively. And if they're working from top to bottom and just pulling some barrels, if that's how this proof kind of ends up where it was or where it is rather, um, or if they found specific lots of barrels they really liked and that was the profile they wanted to go with and the proof just happened to coincidentally be there. But it's pretty quick to cycle through lower ricks to have the 19 release and the 21 release, you know, all within two years, cycle through everything and get to a lower proof again. I mean, it's just got to be pure coincidence or who knows. Oh, well, I wasn't necessarily trying to liken it to the, the 2019. I was just wondering if, they kind of saw it coming on because of where they, you know, were just pulling the barrels out of as a progression, or if it was just, uh, you know, they happened to actually, you know, put some random blending thoughts into this and pull some from here, there, and wherever, and then it, this was just what, you know, happened as a, I can't think of the word, random, I guess. That is a great question. We should get Max and Kate back on and ask them. It's about to be Father's Day again. Where Where's Elijah Craig this year? Come see us. <laughs> Zeke, you have been sniffing kind of like the dog that you are. What's your nose got yourself into? I say I got a dog thing for you, but we can save that for later if you want. Are you calling my dog Shifty again? No. So I mean, no, no, no. Save it. It's okay. We'll we'll give the people something to look forward to next episode. But I will say that you are an asshole for calling my dog Shifty. So everyone I've showed a picture to agrees immediately. The people that you show a picture to that you say, hey, 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 let's troll Edwards. Go along with whatever I say about his dog. I can't help people agree with me. I just throw it out there for observational purposes. You're like, hey, if I throw this out to you, will you give Edwards a whole bunch of hell on it? I mean, if I said both of them were shifty, then that would be me just be blatantly being an asshole and like pick on you for no reason. When you showed me these two dogs, I immediately said, watch out for that little shit right over there. He's shifty. He's the one that's going to button hook you one day. <laughs> well, the funny thing is Rye is like a big dumb animal and just lovable lug. Doesn't realize how big he is. Thinks he's a lap dog, but he's the one who gets the stuff off the counter. And then once he gets it off the counter, waffle or the one that zeke calls shifty will tear everything up so he's the one that 
waits for Rye to get something on the floor so that he can then rip it up. He seems so innocent, right? Because he seems quiet and he listens to you when you're outside. You say, come here, buddy. He comes right there. You don't have to call him twice. Obeys commands. That's why he's shifty. It's You wouldn't expect it. He's not the one that's like boldly grabbing shit from right in front of your face going, yeah, what you going to do now? Uh-uh. He's the one that when the other one takes the fall, he's reaping the benefits or he's sneaking stuff around here and there where nobody's looking. I'm telling you, he's going to take a dump on one of your shoes one day and you're never going to know it until your foot goes in there. <laughs> That's why I'm glad I wear boots. He can't reach the top. Those dogs are tall enough to drop a deuce in your boots, son. I have some pretty tall boots, son. Them dogs ain't tiny. You ain't got a chihuahua. I still think the boots are too tall. But I'll tell you what, you know, they're standing up and you put one of you damn boots up under and see where, whose ass is higher. That's about the countryest thing you've ever said to me. I'm just saying. So how about it? How about this? How about you stand next to your boots? You stand up, you put those dogs next to it. You see if they get in those boots. Dang. That's what it sounded like. I mean, unless you're wearing waiter boots, those dogs are tall enough by now. We'll leave it at that. Anyways, what did you think about this whiskey, Zeke Baker? Well, I've been trying to nose it for 10 minutes now, and every time I do, you call me out for it. Cause well, because you sit there by the microphone, like, hit the mute button. There's a mute button on the bottom of your microphone. Anyway. I'll You're like, hey, don't notice me sniffing or anything. Very quickly, the nose, slight ethanol, kind of like brittle, something along those lines. I mean, it, it's typical. It's what you expect. Sorry, but um, nothing here that you wouldn't think was going to be there. I'll leave it at that. Palette-wise, I thought the very tip of the tongue had some corn, but that's almost pretty much like a uh, <laughs> equated it to the calm before the storm. Uh, might be a little bit with the weather we've had lately, as John mentioned. Uh, definitely by the even the mid-palate, the, uh, the oak component of this took over. But it, it wasn't in a bad way. I, I thought this was a pretty ideal balance in the terms of um, the age and the, the maturation of the oak and, and the way it's imparted in the juice and then also the proof of the product. Um, not to say it's perfect. I did think it was a little starchy and bitter right around that mid palate where the oak really first started to kick in. But it kind of, you know, moves away and does its thing. And by the finish, it's not off-putting or noticeable anymore. I described it as being a... Uh, <laughs> If you're in the rodeo, it was a big boy, but not untamable. It's what I've been called. <laughs> There's just too many options. I can't even make a joke. You really hit the ADD button on me on that one. I love what I get you. It wasn't that. It's just, you talked about the Tourette's thing earlier. Like I, every direction my mind could go with a joke, it did it once. And I was just like, oh, oh shit. I can't even get one joke out. I got over, I got sensory overload there. It was, it was too good of a volleyball lob. It just floats up. And you look at it like, Oh, I should have spiked that one. Shit. It hit the ground. Oh, I know. That's why I said, I got you. It's like, you know, when you throw that change up and it's 60 miles an hour down the plate after you've just been throwing 98, 99 and you know, the timing's completely way off. And the guy goes to swing and still misses. Zeke won't even come back to the microphone after that. So I will just agree with you. The second I took a sip of it, even on the nose, I get a little bit of oak on the nose. It is just an oak bomb. I don't think it's completely bitter off-putting oak, but it's a little bit more oak than I would love to have in my whiskey. It's a little bit drier. I'm not saying it's bad if you love oak. This is going to be your jam out of the two releases, and it made me want to go back and have the A-121 that had a lot more fruit. Now, this one just came out 
January and it is 123.6 proof, 61.8% ABV, where the mid-year release was 118.2 proof, 59.18 ABV. I think the proof actually works well with this. It's such an, an oak forward product where if this thing's hitting it 125 or higher, it's going to be hot. It's going to be so drying. I, I don't think you would enjoy the flavors you're getting out of this, but I, and I would honestly have to assume it's just pure coincidence. But the fact that it is that low proof, but so oak forward, it, it really allows it to be overly enjoyable to me. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest oak fan in the world, but it randomly kind of uh, backed itself into that one almost, you know? I agree with you on it. Again, I'm not saying I hate it at all. You know, it's just one of those things where I uh, I like the A and the fruitiness of the A a little bit more than this one. See, I wasn't big on A. I, was, I mean, I even revisited after we did that show, and it, it still did not really appeal to me in many directions. I just revisited it tonight after having this one, and I'm going to stick with an A, and you're probably going to stick with a B, which is par for the course that we're not always going to like the same thing. Anybody's listening to us, you know, we're not the biggest oak fans in the world. Don't like sucking on a, a wet toothpick that's been sitting in bourbon for weeks or something. But I, I, I think people are going to see the proof on this and probably be overly upset or dismissive. But I, I think that does way more for this th- than you would realize until you taste it. Uh, I, I just feel like if this was higher, you, you know what I mean? That would be so drying and, and just like pungent and like starchy and, and just almost harsh or corrosive to the tongue. Whereas with this, you can really enjoy that, that oak profile. And then like I say, it's not the best thing in the world, but to me that, that kind of proof and the amount of age that's in there on the juice from the oak, it just really is in a sweet spot for me. I'm glad you think that way. I kind of like the sweetness of the A and it has nothing to do with the proof. I will tell you, I think when it comes to this whiskey, it's a good whiskey. I think it's a great cigar pairing whiskey. And I think that's kind of the mode you're in. Zeke has recently been taking up cigars again. I think this is one of those pours that you sit outside with with this B and you have a cigar. You sit out on the deck for an hour. You enjoy your cigar. You enjoy your pour. You don't have a care in the world. That A just has the fruitiness to me that's more well-rounded. It's not one that I would want to have with a cigar, though. Like, I mean, one could argue you could have any whiskey with a cigar, but it's just not what I envision as the cigar pour. So I think everything has its time and place, you know? We're going to have to have some fun with these things later in the terms of a, a blind, I think. Because, I mean, we have our fair amounts of variance from time to time, but I think these are Elijah Craig barrel proofs. We To be a, for the most part, similar product. I mean, the, the overall change in these Kenton was like 10 or 15% from batch to batch, probably, I would say. But our, our reactions and, and preferences have definitely varied. I would think significantly more than that as we've gone through them over the time. Totally agree. If you were to actually rank this, I know it doesn't matter. Our tasting notes matter more because discretionary income, everybody's different. Blah, 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 blah. Are you a buy bar or pass on this? I'm a buy on this one. Again, I'm not the biggest oak person in the world, but I I like the way this, um, you know, conveys its message for lack of better words. I, I, I think it does what it does well. And if you don't know that the proof is the lowest one they've ever put out, I don't think you would ever have a complaint about it. That being said, I'm sure there'll be plenty of the folks that do, but again, just take that part of the equation off the board. 
I don't have anything to, to harp about here. No. And I think it's a mental thing, especially when you know, it's like the lowest proof in the lineup. You're automatically going to be like, ah, it's not going to be good. I'm not saying that at all. And I don't think you need to be 130 proof to be something good when it comes to barrel strength. I do like it. I don't like it as much as some of the other ECs I've had. Well, people should rethink how they drink and enjoy what they like, John boy. But at the same time, <laughs> if you see this retail sitting on a store shelf, you go ahead and get it. Yeah. I mean, I said I was a buy. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, In terms of heaven hill on this product? Not that I can think of. We try to have some longer episodes here and there. This one, we're just getting right to the point. So thank you, Heaven Hill. I tried to tell an extra story and you cut me off. I know we're saving it. Right now, if if you could tell I hit the wall, my eyes are dragging. When does this come out? All right, so odds are there'll still be most likely some Old Foe and some Jack, both barrel-proof, both picked by Wolfpack, both available only in the DDB Facebook group. I'm, I'm guessing by Thursday there's still going to be some left because I'm busy this weekend. In the middle of this, everyone, I we're finishing the last two minutes of this on the phone because... Zeke had a power surge. What happened? Thunderboomer, son. Interesting. Well, we're happy to have you back. So you said there'll be some bottles to come out probably over the weekend and whatnot when uh, the world's less hectic for me. So uh, stay peeled for there. Uh, you know, we as always try to get as many of these out to folks as we can in as fair of a way as possible. So uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. Chances are you already have because you're listening to us right now. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. And thank you to Heaven Hill for sending us this again. Cheers. Ciao.